Hello again, everyone. I'm Gene Valicenti. This is Beyond the Podium, where we go one-on-one -on -one with the candidates who are seeking elective office. Now, joining me now is State Treasurer Seth Magaziner, Democrat, running for 2nd District Congressional. You want to replace Jim Langevin? Thanks for coming in. Off the bat, in Great your own words, what differentiates you from your opponents? Well, as State Treasurer for the last eight years, I'm the only candidate in the race who has experience working in every city and town in the 2nd Congressional District with people to solve problems. Mm -hmm. I started a state school construction program that is building new elementary schools in Cranston and Johnson. I started clean energy funding programs that have uh, converted the streetlights in Warwick to LEDs and saved taxpayers money, worked to strengthen retirement security. And so I can bring uh, the concerns and the priorities of every community in the 2nd mm -hmm. District to Washington because I'm the only candidate who has spent the last eight years in every community across District 2 in Rhode Island listening to people, hearing their concerns, and working with people to solve problems. Okay, you just mentioned a bunch of different things. Explain what you see as the most important issue facing Rhode Island. Well, clearly the most important issue right now is helping people keep up with the cost of living. And there are things that Congress can do and that I will fight for to help uh, Rhode Islanders keep up. Uh, I do believe that you know, the record oil profits that the oil, big oil companies are making uh, are coming at a time when it is really unfair because consumers are getting gouged at the pumps. In the first quarter of this year alone, the five biggest oil companies made more than $35 billion in profits. I think that we should claw back some of those oil company profits and put them back in the pockets of consumers that have been paying these outrageous prices at the pumps. One other example, uh, the federal government should be able to negotiate with the drug companies to lower the cost of prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. This is something that the, uh, the federal government already does for veterans, and that works well, but we should do it for everybody. So common sense policies like this will help uh, Rhode Islanders keep up with the cost of living. That's what I want to fight for in Congress. How are you uniquely qualified to address those issues you just talked about, like particularly yeah. that one particular last one? How are you uniquely qualified? Yeah. So again, as state treasurer for the last eight years, I have experience working with people across the political spectrum to get things done. Passing a historic state school construction program, new clean energy funding programs that have put thousands of people to work across Rhode Island, strengthening retirement security. Uh, I have experience working with people in my own party, also across the aisle, to deliver real results that have made a difference in people's lives, created jobs here in Rhode Island, and I'll take that same approach and that same experience uh, to Congress. Okay. What is an example of a policy or issue you have changed your view on in the last 20 years? You felt one way, but now you feel differently. Yeah, well, one is term limits. Uh, you know, I didn't used to be for them, but now I think it's, uh, now that I've been in uh, government for a little while, yeah. uh, I think it's a healthy thing. I think it's a healthy thing. Uh, these positions, whether it's state treasurer, Congress, uh, these do not belong to the individuals who hold those offices. These are positions that belong to the people. And uh, I do support term limits uh, for members of Congress and for all positions. Uh, that's not a position I used to have. Right. What question do you wish yeah. someone would ask you and why? Yeah. Um, the question that I wish people would ask more often is, what's the kind of future I want my eight-month-old son to grow up in? Uh, I'm a new father, I have an eight-month-old baby at home, and I want him to grow up in a world that is fair and just and full of opportunities. And I'm worried, frankly, that if the Republicans and the Trump supporters in Washington take control again, uh, that they'll lead us back down a path of chaos and division, which is not the future that I want my son to grow up in. So I'm running for Congress because I want to fight for things like protecting Social Security and Medicare, defending the Affordable Care Act, protecting the right to choose, uh, common sense gun safety laws, things that will make 
my son and all children um, able to grow up in a world that is safer and fair and full of opportunity. Who is your political hero and why? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I, um, uh, I'm a big uh, admirer of Franklin Roosevelt. I think he understood that in times of crisis, uh, you have to meet the moment and you have to advance policies that really support working people. Uh, that's where Social Security came from. That's where the minimum wage came from. And um, I think that we still can draw lessons from that today. In times of crisis, leaders need to step up, meet the moment, and deliver real results for working people. And finally, what is the best advice you've ever received? <laughs> the best advice I've ever received is uh, people in government who are most effective are the people who are the best listeners. Uh, and I've, over the last eight years, I've spent time in every community across the 2nd Congressional District, from Burrillville to Westerly and everywhere in between, uh, listening to people's concerns, their frustrations, their aspirations. And I think it is those skills, those listening skills and that time that I've spent really listening to people across the district that will allow me to represent the district effectively in Washington.